comes time around for him to be here, and he's not here. And I'm looking forward, and I told him, I'm looking forward to him being back real soon. Amen. I believe the Lord can do that tonight. Amen. I serve a mighty God. Amen. But if you will, stretch forth your hands this way and ask the Lord to come by and help us tonight. Oh, dear, kind, gracious, heavenly Father, Lord, I'm so appreciative of your spirit. I ask you, Lord, to come by, Lord, and anoint me tonight. Let it not be my words tonight, oh God, but thine tonight. Oh, how I need your spirit, how I need your anointing. Come by in a special way, Lord, I pray, right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> if you have your Bibles, turn to the book of Jeremiah tonight, chapter number 33. Chapter number 33. Hallelujah. Also, to that Tuesday night offering we took up, I think it was Tuesday night, right? Uh, it was a hundred and fifty, a little over fifty dollars, man. So that puts up five hundred and what sixty some dollars, amen. Whatever the change is, huh? All right. Thought you corrected me. I didn't know, amen. But uh, I just appreciate Brother Bly tonight. Amen. I, Lord knows his needs. Amen. I tell you what, I never want to cut God short. Amen. I remember that time down here we had that fish fry trying to raise money to pay for a furnace and air conditioning for the church. And time the fish fry was done and time the service that night was done. Amen. We was thinking furnace, but the Lord was thinking furnace and carpet. Hallelujah. So... Amen. We, we ended up getting carpet, too. Praise God. That was just a bonus. Amen. I appreciate God. Amen. But uh, here, verse number 7 of Jeremiah, chapter number 33, said, And I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return and will build them as at the first. Woo, glory to God. Thank you for standing for the reading of God's Word tonight. Amen. Even though, amen, that they one time was a great nation. Amen. And they had been scattered. And they wasn't no longer a great nation. But God said, I'm going to build it again. Woo, hallelujah. As at the first, praise God. I kind of believe when I read this scripture tonight, the thought kind of comes to my mind, amen, a tune-up or an overhaul, amen, a tune-up or an overhaul. A overhaul tonight is going over carefully, taking apart as necessary, and making all needed repairs, amen. I'm telling you tonight, he can do it. He can make the repairs, amen, and he can make it as good as it was at the first, amen. I'm glad today, amen, we might be going through things, but we might just need a tune-up, amen. I've come to church sometimes, and I just needed a tune-up, amen. A tune-up tonight might just be 
the Lord getting out his screwdriver, amen, and getting a hold of the carburetor and just making an adjustment, amen, where the fuel is mixing just right, amen, where the power of the Lord can come in and you can feel the joy of the Lord. Oh, yes, he's in the business of giving us a tune-up or an overhaul. Praise God. It might have been a long time since you felt the Spirit of the Lord. You might have been away from God for a long time. And you might need an overhaul tonight. But I'm telling you, the Lord can take it apart. Everything that's needed. And work on the parts that need fixing. And put it right back together where it runs as smooth as a sewing machine. I'm telling you tonight, this church that God has put in, it's going to run smooth. When we start hitting some bumps, the Lord's going to come by and He's going to tune it up where we can run on all cylinders. Ain't you glad tonight? Amen for the Holy Ghost. I don't like going every service without a move of the Holy Ghost. I don't like going every night and ever seeing the power of God. I don't like to hear preachers preach and never get anointed. They need an overhaul. They need a tune-up. I'm telling you, they'll tell you, if you own a car, bring that car by the garage and let me give it a tune-up. Woo. I'm telling you, I don't get rid of my car just because it starts idling funny. I don't get rid of my truck just because it starts missing out. Woo. I know, amen, when those things start taking place, it's time for a tune-up. Woo. And you know what that'll do when you get it in the garage and you get a tune-up? It'll cause that car to run so good you'll get better gas mileage. Woo! You'll feel like you're sitting under a new car. It runs so good. Praise God. Oh, I'm telling you, if you're having a hard time tonight, maybe you need a tune-up. Praise God. If you're having a hard time serving the Lord, maybe you need a tune-up. Praise God. Oh, I'm telling you tonight, the Lord is in the business of tuning up and overhauling tonight. Woo! Oh, glory to God. Judges chapter 6 it tells us amen there was a man by the name of Gideon praise God and at this time all the children of Israel the Midianites had come in amen because of their sin amen and it caused them to have to leave their homes it caused them to have to make holes and dens in the side of the mountain to live in, to find a cave to live in. I mean, he'd run them off, praise God. And every time they'd be out there trying to take care of some flock, the Midianites would come in and steal their sheep, steal their cattle, steal their donkeys, everything they had. They took possession of it. They they were out to utterly destroy Israel. Come on. Come on. Amen. And here Gideon was a man of valor, a strong man. 
He was out by the wine press sifting wheat and he was hiding it so the Mennonites wouldn't find it. And there come an angel down and sat down under the oak and looked at Gideon sifting that wheat and he said, Hell, that mighty man of valor, the Lord be with thee. He looked at the angel and said, How can the Lord be with me? Don't you see what I'm doing? I'm sifting wheat that we might have some food and I'm hiding it from the enemy. Where is the God that our fathers told us about? That brought him out of the house of bondage. That brought him across the Red Sea. Where is that God that done mighty miracles? What's happened to him? He said, get him. He said, you go in your might. Amen. And he said, there won't be one man that'll be able to stand against you. Woo! Hallelujah. He sold, tried to make a long story short. He told Gideon, he said, you take them young bullocks of your father and take the second bullock and you go over there and you tear down the altar of Baal. Praise God. And you build an altar unto me and you take that second bullock, you cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood and sacrifice a burnt offering unto the Lord Jehovah. Praise God, Gideon. He done it that night. He couldn't do it by day, but he done it by night. I'm talking about Israel. They were in a bad shape. They were missing out. They wasn't running right with the Lord. But Gideon, amen, brought them back. He went over there by night and tore down the altar of Baal, busted it up, amen. And he built an altar there to Jehovah Jireh, amen. And he sacrificed a burnt offering upon that altar that he built to the Lord. Amen. And the priest of Baal came in and they saw that the altar of their God was torn down. And saw that new altar to God. Amen. And they come and they found out that Joash's son had done that and they went to Joash and they said where is Gideon bring him out what's he done he's tore down the altar of our God Baal and he built an altar unto Jehovah and he's going to die for what he's done and Joash said why would you plead for Baal is he not a God that can plead for himself amen if he's got a cause against my son let him make it known himself but they that would fight for a God that can't hear a God that can't see a God that can't touch let them be slain hallelujah oh I'm telling you brother amen all those great men of war get in the spirit of the Lord came on him and he stood up and he blew the trumpet and all the armies of Israel gathered under get in and he led them to victory. God give them an overhaul. God give them an overhaul. They came back and became that great army. I'm telling you God is in the business of a tune up or an overhaul. Lift your hands and praise God. Whoo. The Lord is in the business. 
amen, fixing it up right. The church has run too long on half cylinders. I'm telling you, brother, our cylinders ain't all the way open. They're carboned up. Amen. They're out running to their capacity. Amen. There's too many worries in the church. There's too much fear in the church. Oh my. We're worried about what this one's going to do. What that one's going to do. Praise God. But I'm here to tell you all I need tonight is a tune-up. Woo! Hallelujah. Get the word of God out and begin to read that. And God will pull his screwdriver out and he'll begin to tune you into the spirit of the Lord. Get in your altar of prayer and watch God get out his wrench and begin to overhaul your life and fix things right where you can feel the joy of the Lord, where you can feel the peace of God in your home today. I'm telling you God's in the business of giving us a tune up. Lift your hands and praise him. Woo. Oh my. Oh my. Lord would you tune us up tonight? Would you tune us up tonight? I need a tune-up tonight. Woo! I'm not satisfied with just coming to church and not even can say an amen to the Word of God. Woo! Oh, glory to God. I'm not satisfied with being bored in the house of the Lord. Woo! I mean, brother, when the Word of God bores you, you need a tune-up. Woo! I'm telling you, when something in your pocketbook is more interesting than what's going on behind the pulpit, brother, you need an overhaul. Woo. Oh, glory to God. I'm telling you, when you can sit on Sunday night and not feel bad about going to church, you need an overhaul. You need an overhaul. Praise God. When we can sit around and laugh at dirty movies and with nothing wrong in our heart, brother, we need an overhaul. We need an overhaul. I'm telling you, amen, if we don't feel condemned when the Word of God is preached to us and we're not going by the word of God we need an overhaul Woo! oh glory to God what does Matthew chapter 9 verse 16 and 17 say I'd read it but I got too much sweat in my eyes Woo. what does that say tonight Matthew chapter 9 Verse 16 and 17. Oh my. Oh, glory to God. Oh, my. You don't take an old garment and get a new piece of garment and put in it. You know why? 
It's rent. Hallelujah. Praise God. You don't take new wine and put it into old bottles. Amen. Because it'll burst. Amen. I'm telling you, brother. Amen. Oh, they're trying to take this old gospel. Amen. And they're trying to weave something in to this old gospel way. Amen. It's a new fad. It's a new way. Praise God. But I'm telling you, it's going to cause it to rent. It's going to cause you to be lost. Amen. Oh, I'm telling you, praise God, that old gospel, it just needs a tune-up from the Son of God. Praise God. That old gospel, it's still got power today to reach out into this lost and dying world and pull men out of the fire. I don't need some a new fan to come by to tell me how to get people saved. I don't need some new fad to tell me how to fill the church. Brother, I know how to do it. I need to let God overhaul this thing until his spirit can have its free course in the house of the Lord. Oh, lift your hands today and praise him. Woo. Oh, my. Oh, my. I'm glad, amen, that this gospel will restore. I thought in my day, amen, they always want to go back to them cars that were built in the 60s. They want to go back to them cars that were built in the 50s. Amen. I've seen some of them. Amen. They look like pure junk. Look like nobody would ever want to ride in them again. And they'd take a come along and pull them old cars that had been sitting in the field for a long time. Pull them up on the trailer. Woo! Hallelujah. You know what they'd do? They'd pull them motors and transmissions out. They'd take body parts off. In some cases, they'd strip them all the way down to the frame. Woo! Oh, glory to God. That's a complete overhaul. Hallelujah. Sometimes God needs to strip me all the way down to the frame. Praise God that he can take care of everything in my life and fix it. Amen. Oh, I'm telling you, praise God, if you ever want to be worth something to the Lord, you've got to be willing for a complete overhaul. That car, that looked like nobody wanted it. I seen one, a 1969 Roadrunner. When I seen it before, it wasn't much to look at. But brother, when that man come driving it to work, it had ghost flames down the side. Woo! It had that hood and them emblems on that hood that said 340. Let you know the power that was under the hood. They was all shine, look brand new. I mean, brother, praise God, that car that looked like nobody wanted, everybody wanted to ride in it. Everybody wanted to come up and look at it. Praise God, could it be the reason the church ain't full? It's because the church needs an overhaul. Praise God. Could it be that the church is needing a tune-up in this hour? I'm telling you.
telling you, brother, the church is something to look at when the Lord gets done with the church. Lift your hands and praise him. Ezekiel said, the hand of the Lord come upon me and he carried me out into a valley which was full of dry bones. And he said, lo, they were very dry. Woo. And he said, son of man, can these bones live again? Woo. I'm talking about a great army. At one time was an army, but now they're laying in the state of graves. Hallelujah. I mean, brother, the flesh had left their body. They were laying their dead bones, dry as dry could be. Woo. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, brother, even though the service might be dry, there's hope for it. Amen. If we'll pray and let the Lord get his tools out and begin to tune on the church. In a run like it's never run before. He said, Son of man, can these bones live? He said, I don't know. But Lord God, thou knowest. He said, Then prophesy, Son of man. Prophesy. Woo! And he prophesied as he was commanded and said, Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Praise God. Brother, he prophesied to the wind. Amen. And those bones began to come together. Those bones stood up. The sinews come upon them. The flesh come upon them. The skin covered them. And breath entered into their bodies. And they became a great and exceeding army. I'm telling you, brother, the God is wanting his church to be an army in this hour, a powerhouse of power. But we've got to be willing to let the Lord work on us and tune us and re-overhaul us that the work of God can be done in this hour. Oh, God is one to work on us. He's in the job of tuning up and overhauling Lift your hands and praise him. Ezekiel said it like this in 37 and 13. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves. That's pretty dead. That's pretty dead. When I have opened your graves. Oh my people, and brought you up out of your grave. Woo. Oh, the devil liked to say his last rites over you. I'm telling you, the devil's trying to kill the church in this hour. But I'm telling you, if the church is willing to go through the overhaul process, uh, if the church is willing to go through the tune-up process, I'm telling you the devil will never catch us. The devil will never get a hold of us. Praise God. He's going to bring us out of that dry state we're in. Verse 14 said, And shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live. And I shall place you in your own land. 
Then shall ye know that I am the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Ooh. Oh, glory to God. You know what I'd like to have? I'd like to have a tune-up of the Holy Ghost. Woo! You know what I like to have tonight? A tune-up of the anointing of God. Woo! Oh, glory to God. I'd like to have a tune-up of the Spirit of the Lord. I'd like to get so much of it, I gotta stop and shout on the job. I gotta stop and tell somebody about the Lord. I'm telling you, what we need is a tune-up in this hour. Lift your hands and praise Him. Woo! Jesus said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall obey my commandments and do them, he said, I will liken him unto a man that built his house on the rock. And he said, when the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew, he said, that house fell not. He said, but... He that won't do it. He said, I liken him unto a man that built his house on the sand. It's easier to build on the sand. It's easier, amen, to preach to this world when you ain't even preaching from a King James Bible. Woo. Oh, glory to God. Oh, I'm telling you, it's easy, amen, when you're mingling in the world, amen, to build a church in the world. Oh, but God didn't build his church in the world. He built it on the rock. Amen. He said that generation, amen, that built their house on the sand. Praise God. He said the winds came, the storm came, and the winds blew, and the rain came. And he said, great was the fall of that house because it wasn't founded upon the rock. Let me tell you something about building a house on a rock. That house is able to be rebuilt and rebuilt and rebuilt as long as you've got a sure foundation. No matter how hard the storms blow, it might blow a shatter off. It might blow the roof off. It might even move the house sideways. But there's a foundation and I can go back and I can re overhaul that house and build that house again. But when you build on a foundation of sand, you ain't got nothing to rebuild on. Sand will go away from the house. I'm glad today, amen, if we're built on a rock, God's got something to work with. He's got something to tune on. He's got something to rebuild on. Oh yes, God wants us, amen, to be founded on the rock, lift your hands and praise him. Woo. As somebody gets ready to play. If you ain't one time running like you one time did, I got news for you. I got good news for you. You're in God's garage. You know what he'll say? I can tune that up. Woo. Oh my. Woo. They some cares of this world. Amen. 
that's choking your engine out. That's causing corrosion in your life. God says, I can take that apart. I can take apart as much as is needed. And I can repair that. And I can put it back together. Ooh, that you'll become a vessel unto honor. Ooh, oh, glory to God. Oh, my. I got news for you. Amen, them sinners that's driving up and down the road. They're not looking for just another worldly church to go to. But they're looking for something that's running on the Spirit of the Lord. Something that's running on the power of the Holy Ghost. That when they come in, they can find deliverance. Ooh, oh, glory to God. I remember a few years ago. I don't know exactly how long it's been. It's been a while. A man and woman drove up and down the road. They went up here to Spearsville. They pulled in the parking lot of a church up there. They just didn't feel nothing. They didn't go inside. They just sat in the parking lot. And they turned around. And they come back. And that man told me something pulled them into this parking lot. They come in and they sat there a little bit. And he looked at his wife. And he said, I feel like we need to go in here. And he said, if they don't accept us, we'll go somewhere else. Ooh. Oh, glory to God. I want God to tune this thing. Amen. Where it starts drawing men. Ooh. Oh, glory to God. I'm not worried about where I can sing pretty. I'm not worried about where I can hit all points when I preach. But is it tuned just right? Amen. Where Jesus said, I'll draw men. I'll draw all men in. Praise God. Oh, I'm telling you, when this thing gets overhauled just right, and this thing gets tuned in just right, the Lord begins to lift up. Hallelujah. You know what the first thing a man will say to another man that had that car overhauled and had it fixed? Amen. It's run so good. We'll look at him and say, where'd you get that mechanic work done? Where'd you get that fixed at? You know, there's some out there, amen, now take your money and your car keep on sputtering. Your car keep on drinking the gas. It might get a knock in it. Amen. But I'm telling you, Amen. The church ain't wanting his church to just keep smoking and sputtering. Hallelujah. But he wants it to run on all cylinders tonight. Praise God. I'm telling you tonight, when he gets this thing overhauled right, we start looking around and God starts pouring out spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I always thought, Sister Vicki, the gift of helps was one of the best gifts. Lord, if I I could just help somebody. Praise God. Lord, would you tune me up where I could just help somebody. That'd be all I'd want to do. I want to help somebody. Praise God. I'm telling you, when this church runs right, it's able to help somebody. And she sings, why don't we just come tonight and spiritually open our hood and say, Lord, would you just fix it? Go over every inch of it, Lord. Let's get it fixed tonight. 
because I want to run for you, Lord. I want to be a light for you. I want to be a witness for you. And Lord, the only way I can do it is run on all cylinders. Woo! How about it tonight? Let's come around this altar tonight and let the Lord get out his toolbox tonight and let him work on us tonight. Let him fix what we need fixed. Oh, yes. He wants to re-overhaul. He wants to tune up tonight. Let the Lord help you tonight. Prayed for the day that God would give him a son. Blessed Isaac was his name, the greatest gift he'd ever known. Then came the day who would have dreamed that God would say, gotta give him to me. And on this mountain you will prove it's not your Isaac that God wants, he's wanting you. my father's proud on this Father. 
justified. It wasn't him God wanted me. Abraham prayed for the day that God would give him a son. Blessed Isaac was his name. The greatest gift he'd ever known. Then came the day who would have dreamed that God would say, give him to me. But on this mountain you will prove it's you or it's me and you and when I lay my Isaac down with a broken heart but my father's proud and on this altar where he lay justified it wasn't him God wanted and when I lay my Isaac down with a broken heart, but my father's proud, and on this altar where he lay justified, it wasn't him God wanted me. Now most of us. I dare to say we have an Isaac in God's way, but on this altar God will prove it's not your Isaac that he wants, he's wanting you, and when I My father's proud, and on this altar where he lays justified, it wasn't him God wanted me. And when I lay my Isaac down with a broken heart, but my father's proud. And on this altar where he lays justified, it wasn't him God wanted me. And when I lay my Isaac down with a broken heart, but my father's proud, and on this altar. Justified, it wasn't him God wanted me. All right.
Somebody like to testify tonight? Anybody feel like testifying? Praise the Lord. All right. Yes. Right. Right, 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 praise God, bless her God, right, praise God, hallelujah. Thank God. Right. Amen. Amen. Good testimony. Thank the Lord. Praise God. Somebody else. Sound good. Hallelujah. <coughs> Go right ahead and testify. We got time to hear you. McDonald's ain't even closed yet, so we got time to hear you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yes, come on, brother. Right. Right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Amen. That's right. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right, brother. Thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good testimony. Somebody else, you're going to testify with me. Right. That's right. Amen. Right. Praise God. Good testimony. Somebody else? Hallelujah. Oh, hope you ain't taking nothing home with you. Praise God. Yeah. Right. 
I'm not. Yes, amen. That's right. Amen. 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 Good testimony. Somebody else want to testify. Praise God. All right. I'd like to say this. Don't forget, tent revival starts the 9th, amen, through the 16th. So we're just looking for a good revival. So just be much in prayer for the revival and tell everybody you can about it. And we're just going to let the Lord have his way. Amen, like they did 60 years ago. Amen. And Sister Marie told me how that, they uh, evidently they got too loud. Brother Bob, he come down and let them know they were too loud. So Sister Marie said they turned the speakers toward his house the next night. <laughs> so they might have got a little louder the second night. <laughs> but Brother Bob, he ended up getting saved. Amen. Oh, don't you appreciate the Lord. What pillars they made in the church, him and Sister Doreen. Wouldn't you like to get some neighbors like that again? Amen. So just be praying for about the revival. Amen. All right. And uh, don't forget, we have, we're going to come down. Oh, the birthday party for that little boy back there, Kendon. Amen. He's going to catch the big number one. Hallelujah. <laughs> There's an uh, a invitation back there for everybody on the bulletin board. Amen. You want to see him dig into some cake. I'm sure the way he looks, he can dig into it. Amen. Yeah, I just I tell you, we're blessed with all these children in the church. Amen. I go some places and preach, and you hardly ever see one kid in the church. We're blessed. And I thank God for them. Because these little kids are going to grow up and be teenagers after a while. Amen. So I just thank the Lord for it. All right. So don't forget that, and then we're going to come down the same day and set up the tent and everything, get everything ready. So don't forget that. If you want to help us with that, we'll be glad to let you. <laughs> That's right. But uh, we already got some of the stage built, and it's in the fellowship hall if you want to try it out. I mean, they was shouting on it back there the other day to make sure it was sturdy enough. So... If it'll hold me up, I believe you'll be all right. <laughs> Praise God. All right. I braced it pretty good. So, all right. Anybody else got anything before we close?
Yes. I almost forgot. Uh, if you noticed, the parking lot was a lot smoother out there. Shane come down here with his boss's roller, big old roller. Had to haul on a big trailer and rode that parking lot out, made it even smoother. And over here, we're going to put the tent all smooth. So uh, give that brother a good hand clap for that. We sure appreciate Brother Shane doing that. Amen. I'm glad for brothers and sisters that's willing to work for the Lord. Ain't you? Amen. What shape the church would be in if nobody wanted to help or work on it? Amen. It would be bad, wouldn't it? Amen. I, I want to try to do my best for the Lord. I'm not too good to try to pick up things for the house of the Lord. I Really, I get a joy out of it. Amen. I don't crawl around on my knees as good as I used to, but I still enjoy doing it. I sure do. Praise God. I appreciate the Lord. All right. So don't forget the service Tuesday night. Keep praying for those that's on vacation. Amen. We got three families that's out. One of them had car trouble and everything. So the devil fights you no matter where you go. But just pray for them. They all have a safe trip back. Some of them be back this weekend. Some of them won't be back till the next weekend. So, uh, but we're just thankful that you're here. Amen. All right. It's all hearts and minds clear tonight. Let's stand. Let's thank the Lord for this good service. Now, have you been blessed being in the house of the Lord? Oh, dear, kind, gracious, heavenly Father, I'm so appreciative of your good spirit. I thank you, Lord, for how you 